This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thing has occurred in the life and times of Harvey Weinstein following his conviction on many counts of sexual assault and rape. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And just as Harvey Weinstein was being escorted and transferred to the jail on Rikers Island, he was suddenly struck with chest pains. Oh, God. And uh, he had to be diverted to Bellevue Hospital, where he presently remains, um, because, you know, he has chest pains. This feels really predictable to me, right? How so? Well, the same man who wanted to appear... um, Frail. Frail by rolling in on his... Not even, like, not even, like, the good... The good walker with brakes and wheels. He had the old fashioned gray tennis ball walker. It was no hurricane. It was no hurricane. It was no hover round. Um, it was a walker that was not befitting of a man at his uh at the top of his stature. Um th- he this is a man who clearly is scared. Oh, I'm sure. About Rightly what's so. about to happen to him. Because, he, because here's the thing. like Not only was he being escorted to jail um, to await sentencing, which is not going to happen until, I think, the 11th of March. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be in jail for the next couple of weeks, which is the first time in his entire life after having been one of the most powerful people in the world, yeah. at least in the entertainment industry. Now he is facing not only sitting in jail, but also then going to prison for up to 25 years of his life, which I don't know if you've looked at him lately. I don't know that he's got 25 years in him if he keeps going the way. So whether or not he's completely lying or it's just symptomatic of the fact that his reality is coming home to roost physically, um, you know, he's not going to be in a good place for a long time. And frankly, you know, you don't wish ill on anybody. I'm just glad that at least justice prevailed despite his attempts uh, to the contrary. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I saw the reason I even like learned of this story of him being rerouted to Bellevue Hospital because of his chest pains was due to a um, a, a press release that was handed to us via email from somebody who was you know, opining that maybe this could be anxiety that he's suffering from. Yeah. To which I just say, yes, of course. Of course he's anxious. Because for how many years he was able to get away with all of this, and then, you know, to your point, when reality comes home to roost, this, yes, he, 
not good things are probably bound to happen to him. Well, and I um, I was listening to today's daily podcast from the New York Times, and it, it's a whole separate conversation, which I think we should have about um, the women and uh, the women who were believed in this case and how the jury had to believe their stories, which is kind of a revolutionary thing. And it's awesome for a number of reasons. We'll get to it fine. But in that podcast, they also said that uh, when the verdicts came down, he just kept saying out loud, like, but I'm not guilty, but I'm not guilty. And again, I know we don't like Harvey Weinstein. And as a person, we don't want to appear to be empathetic of a man who's, you know, committed crimes. You do sort of just see the reality of when a person is confronted with um, a truth that they haven't had to face right. ever in their life. Right. Which, Again, doesn't make me empathetic or sympathetic, but it certainly is a marvel to watch the denial unravel in a man who's been able to profit as a result of it for decades. Because I I really do believe, and I mean this very truly, and, and I understand how people will say no, I really do believe he does believe he's not guilty. I believe that in his mind, he feels justified, and that to me is the more fascinating part of whatever his world perspective is. Um, Because to your point, he was aided and abetted in this for the entire time he was perpetrating these terrible crimes. There wasn't anybody that was helping him see what was wrong with what he was doing because they were all eager to please him I really do believe in his mind, he really doesn't believe he has done anything wrong. Now, all that said, let's get back to that uh, that interesting podcast that you were listening to, yeah. Bradley, and talk about why this was so revolutionary or interesting, what, how this played out in the courtroom. So on today's episode of um, the Daily Podcast, which is um, published by the New York Times or produced by the New York Times, they had um, Jody Cantor and Megan Tuohy on, and those two women are the investigative journalists from the New York Times who wrote the book She Said yeah. about sort of the trajectory of the case against Harvey Weinstein, the allegations, and then the criminal investigation. It's really just a great listen. We talked a little bit about yesterday with um, Paul McGuire Grimes about the other book, um, Catch and Kill, Ronan Farrow's book, and how the two stories, um, you know, covered the same thing, entirely different. Jody Cantor and Megan Toohey, they just tell sort of the broader story and it makes me think about the implications of the Me Too movement on society at large. Yeah. And what they talked about in today's podcast episode was really about the the victory in this case is more than just the, the case against Harvey Weinstein as a person. He will not be able to, you know, commit his offenses ever again, mm-hmm. we hope. Um, he has been held accountable as a human society will achieve a certain amount of restitution from him as a result. Like all of that is good. But in addition to that, perhaps the more significant thing or one of the more lasting results is that the, here is an example of a jury affirming two women's story in particular who were problematic when presented, um, to them. What I mean by that is, um, Usually prosecutors don't want to bring a case to a jury where um, a woman has claimed sexual assault or rape and there has also been a consensual relationship with the victim and the uh, accused. So what I mean by that is because they think, oh, well, if 
how can a man rape you if you've had a consensual relationship with him? How does that work? Now, I'll just say socially, we have a better time understanding that. But legally, that's difficult to deal with in that environment. Yes. And there are a lot of people who still sadly don't see a difference in that. That's true. And prosecutors have been concerned that juries would feel that way. Mm -hmm. But what this ruling means now, he was not convicted on all of the charges, which we talked about at length yesterday. You know, the, the two severe charges that would have put him away for life. He was found not guilty, but in a way, um, it this victory that I'm talking about, this lasting sort of moment, as um, you know, Megan Tui and Jody Cantor talk about today, is that what you can deduce from the two guilty verdicts uh, in this particular case is that the jury was capable of listening listening to these complicated stories. And if I told you, you'd be like, you would have the questions. Why right. did you go back to him? Right. Why did you have a romantic, in one case, why did you have a romantic relationship with Harvey Weinstein for years? How could you do that after he sexually assaulted you? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are legitimate questions, yes. I think, that any rational person would ask. Despite those questions, they felt like the case, or the state had made the case that despite that complexity, that Harvey Weinstein should still be held accountable for his criminal behavior, right? which is not all that common and really sets a precedent, you know, going forward, I think, for prosecutors to see, oh, okay, even if it's complicated, if we do right by the victim and prosecute a successful case, then we're going to be more likely, or at least we have a shot at getting somebody like Harvey Weinstein. And there are probably several, not several, several thousand There are lesser Harvey Weinsteins to be prosecuted that I think this case will then, and I think that's the argument they were making today on the show, will have, um, you know, those lesser cases will have more of a chance now because of this. Yeah, which is wonderful news, right? Because this behavior obviously is criminal. Yeah. I do just want to add one final thought that has occurred to me um, in this news about Harvey Weinstein. I really do wonder how many women who we may even recognize Mm -hmm. in Hollywood now knowing that he is being held accountable for at least these cases um, and is going to be locked up. How many of these women might we might learn about that have similar stories that we haven't yet learned about? For sure. Right. I just see I, I think that's something to watch for that I will be curious about is what voices now add themselves to the concert of women who already have um, talked about allegations against uh, Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. Now that, you know, this is being dealt with and he will be paid, you know, being held accountable and paying the price for the choices he made. I'm hopeful that some women will be feel freer to speak up and share their stories and people will listen. I'm hopeful. Well, and going forward, you know, now that this case has been prosecuted, there's a case that can move forward in Los Angeles. And I don't know exactly how the timing is going to work, but I will say that they've already brought the charges against him. And there are two more women whose cases will be looked at uh, as a part of these charges that he's now facing in Los Angeles. Um, And so we have that to look forward to. So even if Harvey Weinstein, you know, gets five years or something or, you know, I, I don't know what the likelihood is. I haven't paid attention to the legal analysis close enough to know. But even if he gets the low end um, or somehow, you know, ends up not in jail for very long, he's facing these other charges. And frankly, at the end of the day, the moments that were due him are coming regardless. Right. And that 
Um, it also counters, and we've talked a little bit about this on the show. You know, we have sort of been on the radio from the start of the Me Too movement mm-hmm. right through to today mm-hmm. and have watched this all sort of play out. And here is a case that very likely could have gone the other direction. Mm-hmm. And if it had, very likely would have, um, it would have given people uh, evidence to this argument that I think is being made out there that um, the Me Too movement went too far. Right. And so had the jury gone in the other direction, I think you'd have a lot of people saying, well, here's, you know, finally, we've seen the extent to which the Me Too movement can, you know, um, settle scores. But in this case, you know, it's one of the other benefits of Harvey Weinstein being found guilty is that, you know, people can't just say, you know, the Me Too movement has gone too far. That's true. That's absolutely true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Oh, it's nice to be with you today. And And also also with you. you. I have a lot of Bachelor news because last night's episode was pretty intense. I've heard all about it. Yeah. I'm trying to care. And I'm not, I want to hear it (laughs) because like so many people are into the season. It's kind of interesting because I think what this brings up is this idea of if you, you know what you're getting into when you go on this show. Right. So is it fair to be upset with the way things work like on the show? Like when something dramatic happens, you're surprised? Well, I mean it more in terms of the contestants. So there's this contestant, Madison, who's mm. on the show. She's one of the final three. And so last night you saw the fantasy suite episode yes. in which the bachelor or the bachelorette invites each final contestant, generally each one, to come into a fantasy suite, stay the night, no cameras, and you don't really know what happens. Now, for many years on this show, it was sort of like this hidden thing where it was never really talked about if they were having sex right. or not, right? Right. And then it started to become more common where people would actually say, yeah. you can actually give a little bit more credit to the women on this because mm-hmm. some of the women who were on the show were just like, yeah, I'm yeah. having sex with them and that's the way it goes and yeah. I'm fine with that decision. Now, you can have whatever feeling you want about this. That being said, Madison is one of the contestants who withheld from Peter until the fantasy suite night that she was saving her virginity until marriage. Interesting. And then prior to the fantasy suite, sort of kind of told him that if he slept with someone else, he she would be very upset. But she wasn't super clear about it. And then when they got to their fantasy suite night, which, of course, producers put her. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Last, because they're smart. After he'd already been with the other two girls, she said, if you've had sex with any of the other two, I can't be with you. And so he said... I have. Oh. I have been intimate with the dun, dun, with dun. other people because this is the situation that I'm in. And she said something that I think most of us could relate to, that I don't understand how I would be able to say yes to a proposal from someone who had had sex with someone else six days yeah. prior. Yeah, that's true. Now, everybody who but watches... But why are you on the show? Thank you, Bradley. Right. Everybody who watches The Bachelor thinks the same thing and says the same thing. How would you be able to say yes to a proposal from someone who had literally had their hoo-ha in the uh-huh. hoo-ha six uh-huh. days wow. prior. Technical also, terms. too, I just want to point out my favorite thing <laughs> about this show that makes it so tense is that those girls have all been living with each other. So the three remain, it's three, right, that are remaining. Yes, but generally they don't put them all in the same hotel room. But this year they did, this right? This year they did. So generally when it gets to the final three, they all have their individual areas they are not talking to each other they don't know what's going on but in this case producers were so smart and they Mm -hmm. said we're gonna make them stay together and so then of course they've been talking about it but even so even if they are apart they still are friends yeah you know they still have spent all this time together so they're gonna get to the end and you know there's just gonna be feelings and what i really want is not the women tell all i want the women the week after Mm -hmm. where they're i want them to be put back into a mansion and have to talk through <laughs> everything that happened. Yeah. Because I actually think the fireworks there is more interesting. It's just an interesting concept. And now some people are defending her, including people who were on the show saying, listen, there have been other people who have said they want to remain a virgin until they're married on the show before. My point here is I fully get where she's coming from. Right. The the absurdity of the situation that you would say yes to a proposal from someone who had slept with one or maybe two women within the same week is so asinine to me. I mean, it is just beyond that being said, if you're going on the bachelor, this is how the timeline works. Well, you have to know then that what's happening is that people are dissociating or they're lying or they are playing, you know, like a cynical game which means like to then get intense or sincere or real and genuine about something like what does that say about you yeah right that it just makes me think everything is a lie which i i doubt it probably is because i think producers have had to be really smart to get people to do the things that they want but still the fact that these people are able to walk through those doors and perform in this way that must run counter to everything Mm -hmm. That they would do in their normal lives. Very strange. They don't want to be influencers. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Influencers. Another Bachelor little trouble for Chad Johnson, who was on The Bachelorette. He was on JoJo's season of The Bachelorette. You might not remember JoJo, but she got engaged to and is still engaged to Jordan Rogers, the brother of Packers quarterback Aaron Rogers. This guy was the villain on her season. He was the worst just taken into custody for domestic violence oh. and robbery oh. after his girlfriend called 911. Ooh. Yikes. He's a bad guy. And okay. someone shows you who they are. Yeah, believe, believe them. them. Call 911. So mm-hmm. um, the story today from page six is that Pete Davidson gets the star treatment from Lauren Michaels. Okay, so I've is heard what sources this. are saying. 
And I've heard this in different ways at different times, but you got to believe that this is somehow true because he's not by any stretch the most talented nor the funniest no. on that but show. There's some sort of weird deal. So apparently Pete Davidson got time off to shoot the Suicide Squad sequel in Atlanta, was able to skip the show for a friend's wedding. Lauren Michaels gave him the week off to go, and an insider is saying that is unheard of. Mm. Plus, Davidson doesn't play a big role in the writing writer's room. Sources say he's got a cushy gig. The cast isn't into him. He's just there. He doesn't add much. There's well, a lot of stories about his personality. Yeah, but he's also elevated the uh, visibility of that show in a way a that it headlines. hasn't been lately because There's of value his dad with the ladies. You're right. True. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Elizabeth Reese. Thank hey, you. we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on my talk 1071. Hey, we need somebody to call 651-641-1071. Our phones work now. Are they not calling? Not Why calling. aren't you calling? Why aren't you calling? 651-641-1071. 1071 on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And the reason why we need you to call is because at this point in the show, well, we always play a little game. Uh, and and we actually get to talk to you this yeah, time. The phones are actually the, the working. The phones work. Uh, the game we want to play is the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second phone today, Colleen. We are still awaiting that name, but I just want to remind people this is an exciting day because our phones actually work, and they will work for the foreseeable future. And uh, when we play this game, we ask you five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize in 30 seconds. It's quite easy and quite fun. Who is on the phone today, Holly? Betsy. And what is Betsy playing for? A pair of run of engagement movie passes to see the film Emma which is out in theaters on Friday. All right. All right, Betsy, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to go? I am. Okie doke. Here we go. Michael Jordan starred in what 90s movie featuring the Looney Tunes? Wait, Brad, Brad, Wrong Brad. day. Wrong oh, day. was that yesterday? Wrong day. Okay. Wrong day. Sorry, Betsy. Hold, please, <laughs> hey, while Betsy. we get ourselves back together. Betsy, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to go? I am. All right. Danielle Bragoli, a.k.a. Bad Baby, first became famous for appearing on what daytime talk show? Dr. Phil. Jennifer Lawrence won her Oscar for her performance in what film? Um, and, uh, oh, what was that? Yeah. What, do, what does IHOP stand for? International House of Pancakes. David Lee Roth was the singer for what metal band? Uh, Van Snooki and Wow became famous on what TV show? Jersey Shore. Yes! Congratulations, Betsy. She has won the 30-second pop culture Betsy challenge. Betsy Ross had it all sewed up. Now, um, to avoid any further issues when it comes to 1230 on uh, every day, really, on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, sometimes people don't call right away. So I just want to take this moment to remind people Maybe set an alarm on your phone. Oh, yeah. Put it on your calendar. Remind yourself that there's an opportunity Monday through Friday at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show for you to win something. I would just like to also point out that when I was reading the first question, Daniel Bergoli, a.k.a. I almost said Bad Bahabi because I thought that was her name. Um, 
we did have a moment with that. Bahabi. Nope. Turns out it's, it's bad, bad baby. baby. And but it's I don't just... understand why because it's B H A D B H A B I E. You know, Bahabi. Sometimes Bahabi. Sometimes that's a thing people do. Babe? You know, to try to stand out. Mm-hmm. She wants to be known as bad baby, bad but she's baby. throwing some H's in there. All right. Now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment. We call "Blinded by the Item." And it's time. <laughs> Are we on a the timer time today? Come. Yeah, we gotta. We oh, gotta. don't do that. That's the worst idea for us. Ooh, no, no. <laughs> not happening. Vetoed. Here's our first celebrity go- gossip pop culture mystery. How you doing over there? I don't know. Okay, you feeling? It looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> looks fine. Here's our first one. This A-list singer slash crap actor is still spending like crazy to rehabilitate his image. Paps for the family stroll. Apparently, his wife didn't know they were invited and wasn't happy. That's a Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Oof. All right, fill in that blank. Yeah, so Justin Timberlake is still spending like crazy to rehabilitate his image. Paparazzi for the family stroll. And apparently Jessica Beale didn't know that they were invited and clearly wasn't happy when you look at the photographs. Oh my gosh. It is totally obvious. It's, it's so, so obvious. obvious. I mean, their kid also doesn't look happy. Well, this has been, oh. you know, persistent since, you know, the initial um, kerfuffle mm-hmm. with Justin Timberlake holding that lady's hand. Yeah. Um, there have been all these attempts like, oh, let's just casually walk out together as a family wearing. Uh, you know, perfect outfits and also can we why also, is that child in a stroller? Um, I because they're in New York, probably. I don't know. He's like four, three or four. He just looks really um, big. He does look gigantic in that stroller, but but I do also want to say this because this to me is really um sets these pictures apart from before the kissing incident. Yeah. We never saw their child's face. No. Until they started to do to be a family. Yeah, to have to do these paparazzi walks yep. and have their pictures put out there. That was the first time we saw their son Silas's face. And now it's like they don't even care anymore. Like yeah, that's how important it is. It's a publicationship. What's a publicationship? It is a relationship for the purposes of publicity. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Next celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve is confirmed. Here we go. Okay. This A list celebrity offspring slash singer slash actress disrespected a female stripper she hired by assuming the stripper would want to have sex with her because the offspring is famous. When the stripper didn't, the offspring wasn't Mm, nice. Awkward. Yeah. Well, it's not awkward. It's kind of gross. Yeah, that that Um, too. A A minus list celebrity offspring singer actress multi-talented she's a multi-talented what Mm -hmm. kind of um parentage does this person have like what is the parent a singer actor yes okay to both both. yes correct oh is the famous liza minnelli (laughs) if only Uh, i like that story yeah um no i don't but I, I see what you did there and I liked it. Uh is it what which parent is the singer actor? The dad. The dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Daddy O. Daddy O. All right. Oh. <gasps> What's his name? Lisa Marie Presley? Uh, okay. 
No. I mean, oh, it's a she. Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, I was just throwing it out there. So it's a female. We need to narrow this down because I, I am your not face, Holly. She, yeah. Holly does this thing when we're really slipping where she's trying to will she's it to us. me. No, oh. she's trying to will it to me. She's like trying to telepathically deliver the name of the person to me. Because I know you guys know this person. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know we do too. We are just not able to know it on demand okay, right so now. <laughs> f- how old is this person? They're in their 20s. So she's in her 20s. Yes. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Of course. Yeah. So Miley Cyrus. Ew. That's nasty. (laughs) Disrespected a female stripper she hired by assuming the stripper would want to have sex with her because Miley Cyrus is famous. Who wouldn't want to have sex with her, right? Well, the stripper (sighs) didn't. works. Exactly. And apparently Miley Cyrus did not handle rejection lightly. Also, yeah. Also, a stripper is not meant to be used in that way. Yeah, emphasis on the word used. If you're exactly. applying that to a human being, try again. Right. Also, bury the lead. Yeah. Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson over on their Instagram mm-hmm. stories talking about the fact that they went shopping at Her Burgers, <laughs> leading some people to believe that the pair were here in Minnesota, although the photograph of the two of them, the backdrop is clearly Los Angeles and is not Minnesota. Also, so. we are out of Her Burgers here, sadly. Right. Which, right. don't even get me started, I still miss Her Burgers. I don't think I've ever stepped into a, oh. her, a burger of hers. Well, I'm, so, I'm not going to... Let's see how you do I'm with that. I'm not going to touch it. We're going to move That's on. That's what I said. <laughs> Many, many years ago. (laughs) All right, you guys are going to get this one right away. (laughs) Okay. Solve this mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Don't be shocked if the illiterate former actress has some kind of excuse for not traveling overseas for the next couple of weeks, as she was scheduled to do. (sighs) An illiterate former actress. Is that Meghan Markle? Oh. Oh, yeah, because she has refused. She's not going back to the UK for these charity events. Right. Allegedly, supposedly. Now, we'll see whether or not that is true later this week, because Harry is scheduled to be doing a charity event for his Invictus Games with John Bon Jovi. Yes, oh, we saw that. Of, at the end of the week, that's scheduled for Friday or Saturday. Okay. Because remember, technically, they're still senior royals. Like they're mm-hmm. still doing. They're supposed to still be doing the thing. Yeah, that doesn't end until March. And she's just gonna opt out. Well, this this is interesting because I think this is going to give us an indication of how much of these blind items to believe. Right. Like if if we don't see her go, then I think there's more credibility to these blind items. Okay. Well, this is our test, and we'll be paying attention. Um. Oh, I really wish we could do one more, but we can't. So we'll save it for tomorrow. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you all, I need you to get on my level with a certain TV show oh. on Netflix. Okay. I have to tell you about it. Here's what we're watching live after this on My Talk 1071. You guys, what? I have to tell you about this show that I am obsessed with. On Netflix. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when we talk about television, we do a little here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're, we're 
Watching live. All right, what is this Love is Blind business? You, it is the best horrible show on Netflix that you are missing. Is this um, new? Is it, I, like wh- How did okay. I not know about this? Thank you for asking. There are so many things about this that I am very upset that... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We missed. Okay. Number one, it's a three-week event that oh. started on February 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So the way that they did this, which is not not necessarily uh, done a lot on Netflix, yeah. is that they started dropping episodes on February 14th. Each week on the show, Love is Blind sort of has a different uh, structure to it. So in the first week, they dropped, I, I'm, I'm trying, probably three episodes maybe. Okay. Th- the premise is this. A group of men and a group of women move into a house. In between the girls' side and the boys' side, the men's side and the women's side, is a tunnel. And that tunnel is full of pods. Okay. Okay? The people go into the pods. They are each in their very own pod. And they essentially speed date without being able to see who is in the other pod. Okay. So they get to know each other without ever having seen each other. They go on a series of dates over a few days. And we see, of course, a condensed version of this. Yeah. But eventually, uh, six couples, I really got to be careful so that I don't spoil things. But six couples leave those pods engaged. And they can only meet each other face to face after... They have gotten engaged, having never seen each other. Okay, so they do they go in knowing they're going to be engaged to somebody? I, I believe it's sort of not necessarily transparent on the front end, but yes, that is the goal. In order for them to sort of proceed in this experiment, they have to be engaged. And what do they know about this experience? That it's a TV, they know it's a TV show? They know show. they're on a TV show. They know it's an experiment. They know that there's a possibility that they'll be engaged they know that they will be away from their lives for two weeks. That said, the experiment goes on if they end up engaged. I don't know if they so knew that. So where are you in the watching of this I show without current. giving away sport, sport, so, spoilers? Okay, well, so hold on a second because we're missing things because that's the first phase. The second phase is after they've gotten engaged and meet each other face to face, those who have gotten engaged get to be whisked away to a vacation in Mexico. Oh, okay. That's nice. However... Alone? They are with everybody else that they oh. also and remember everybody has dated each other and oh. there's like some drama. There's some characters, you know, there's some stuff. Um, they go on this week long vacation together and they get to know each other in paradise. But there's like some drama on the outside. Are there other like people challenges there. going on or like they have nope. to check in with the cameras or like what's how is this being the filmed? cameras are there? It's like a and then they do confessional things where they talk to the camera um, so you kind of know what their challenges are and what they're struggling with or what they love about the other person or kind of where they are in their relationship yeah. at that point. But then the third stage is, 
And this is where I thought there were plot holes, but it all becomes evident. They're all from Atlanta. So everybody on this show is from somewhere near Atlanta. Okay. But they don't know. They didn't know each other going in. No. Then they all move into an apartment building so that they go on with their real lives while they're living back in Atlanta in an apartment building so together. their lives have radically changed in a matter of weeks? Yeah. And guess what happens on Thursday? What? We see who ends up getting married and who doesn't. Oh my God, that's a lot of pressure. Are these, is this real? Okay, so it's funny that you say that because I, I mean, I don't buy all the way into it. Some of it is, seems just really ridiculous, yeah. right? Like, who does that? But I I do think that the relationships, the way we're seeing them unfold is real. So to me, that part is real. Whether or not the marriage at the end is legal or they are, you know, who knows? Like, do they get to the marriage part and go, I really like this person, but I don't know if I really want to marry them. Can we just pretend like we're not getting married and then just go on and date? I don't know. But the drama leading up to it and the characters, there are people on this show that you, they will either remind you of people you know, or you will be so glad you do not know people like this. So, like, give me an example of someone. Well, okay. There's this woman named Jessica. Jessica is, like, 34. The man she falls in love with, spoiler alert, is much younger than she is. It is a huge issue for her and for nobody else. Interesting. Nobody She's else like, is... I don't know. I can't say it. I'm like, old, what a are people going to think? I, they can't, I can't... They're not going to be, they're not going to react well to the fact that I'm so much older than he is. And you suddenly realize she's the only one talking about this. She also is intoxicated all the time. Oh, interesting. And is obnoxious. Mm, She also baby talks to the men. Oh, God. Which will make your brain explode. So this is basically just good candy for your brain. It is. Now, here's the thing that I didn't realize until I started watching it the hosts of it are Vanessa and Nick Lachey. What do you mean you didn't realize I it? didn't realize... Well, I, before I started watching it... you mean you didn't it, know until you started this watching This is like their project, and I had wondered why they were doing the rounds and doing media, and I assumed wrongly that it was because of Jessica Simpson's mm-hmm. book and Nick Lachey's marriage to Jessica Simpson, but no, they happened to be doing their own press for this show. Did they produce the show or something? I think they did. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think this is going to continue? Like this will be it? I sure hope so. Yeah. So you because love it. it is, I watched, so just to give people an idea of how quickly I chewed through this thing, I've been in class every day since Friday because mm-hmm. I'm in graduate school. So Friday afternoon, I went straight to class. Saturday, all day I was in class. Sunday, most of the afternoon and into the evening I was in class. Yesterday, all day I was in class. There are nine existing episodes of this, and they're one hour apiece. And I managed to sneak all of them in around my classes. Because two of my friends in my class were like, you've got to watch Love is Blind. What is the itch that it's scratching for you? Or what's the scratching that's itching? Like, I don't watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette anymore. Mm -hmm. I like the show Married at First Sight, but that's gotten a little long in the tooth for me. You used to love Big Brother. Mm -hmm. It's all of those things. Then do you remember, it was a very small, short-lived thing. I think it was on NBC. It was a TV show called Dating in the Dark. Do you remember this? Vaguely. Where they went on dates together in a room. Yes. Like a fully dark room. And when you watched their dates, you were watching it like Like, on that grainy night vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's got that a little bit of that in it. Um, it's got a little bit of the the show The Circle that I also watched on Netflix that I'm also obsessed with. It just has like a little bit of everything, and the characters are so interesting. Have you been googling about the characters or anything? So I'm tr- I don't want any spoilers. Yeah, that's the hard part, right? right? But yes, I've been curious enough about them to be, I follow them all on Instagram now. I'm trying to figure out who's, because here's the other thing I know, spoiler alert, that there are people who don't get married and there are people who do. Sure. Of the now five remaining couples. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out based on like who I I like best and what relationship I think is the healthiest and which one has the most potential. It seems kind of bachelory in a like sideways way that's maybe not as misogynistic as perhaps The Bachelor. Right. I'm telling you, it is so bingeable, and the finale is coming out on Thursday, and I would like to tell you, so I'm I'm in nine, and there's ten. Okay. So the tenth one drops on Thursday. Are they hour longs or half hour? Hour long. Okay. Awesome. That's easy. Oh, it's easy. Um, Let me know if you decide to dabble in it. I'd like to hear. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Harrison Ford has an interesting take on a happy marriage. I want to find out what you think after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com slash bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com slash bartender.